0: Chapter 6. Summary and Application God's Self-Attesting Authority The material from the past five studies can be arranged into the following topical summary. 1. All knowledge is deposited in Christ. Man's knowledge of the truth depends upon God's prior knowledge, begins with the fear of the Lord, and requires submission to God's Word. 2. Philosophy which does not presuppose God's word is a vain deception. By suppressing the truth, submitting to human traditions, and reasoning according to the presuppositions of the world instead of Christ, such thinking leads to a darkened mind and futile conclusions. God makes foolish the vaunted wisdom of the world. Number 3. Endeavoring to take a neutral stance between presupposing God's word and not presupposing it is an immoral attempt to serve two lords. Number 4. Neutralist thinking would erase the Christian's distinctiveness, blur the antithesis between worldly and believing mindsets, and ignore the gulf between the old man and the new man. The Christian who strives for neutrality unwittingly endorses assumptions which are hostile to his faith. Number 5. The Christian is a new man, having a renewed mind, new commitments, a new direction and goal, a new Lord, and hence new presuppositions in the world of thought. The believer's thinking ought to be rooted in Christ, after the same manner in which he was converted, submitting to his epistemic lordship rather than the thought pattern of apostate pseudo-wisdom. The Christian renounces the arrogance of human autonomy and seeks to love God with all his mind and to reason in such a manner that God receives the full glory. Number 6. The alternatives are then quite clear. Either ground all your thought in Christ's word and thereby gain the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, or follow the dictates of autonomous thought and be thereby deluded and robbed of a genuine knowledge of the truth. Number 7. Therefore, God's Word in Scripture has absolute authority for us and is the final criterion of truth. From the fact that God is the sovereign creator of heaven and earth, from the fact that the world and history are only such as His plan decrees, from the fact that man is the creaturely image of God, we must conclude that all knowledge which man possesses is received from God, who is the originator of all truth and the original truth. Our knowledge is a reflection, a receptive reconstruction of the primary, absolute, creative knowledge of God's mind. We must think his thoughts after him, as the first premise above states. By holding down the truth about God, then, one's thinking and interpretative endeavors will, of necessity, be misdirected into error and foolishness, premise 2. There can be no middle ground. One consciously begins with God in his thoughts, or he does not. Premise 3 Believers who try to establish such a middle ground must, then, either lose their own solid ground or end up working from the unbeliever's base, which is no ground at all, as indicated in Premise 4. The very nature of what it is to be, become, and live as a Christian sufficiently establishes that the believer must presuppose the truth of God's Word and give up any sinful claim to self-sufficiency or neutrality. Premise 5 Thus, one is faced with an obvious choice to live under the authority of God or not. Premise 6 Reflection upon the Creator-Creature distinction with which this paragraph opened cannot fail to lead us, then, to the conclusion. Premise 7 That the Creator's voice is the voice of absolute, unquestionable authority. His word must be the standard by which we judge all things and the starting point of our thinking. Such is the unavoidable teaching of Scripture, from which the above points have been derived. Men should notice that when Jesus taught, he taught with self-attesting authority, and not as one whose opinions had to be backed with the authority of other considerations or other persons. Matthew chapter 7 verse 29 Thus no man has the prerogative to call the word of Christ into question. If a man will not receive and heed the words of Christ, then not only is he a fool who builds his life upon the destructive sand, Matthew chapter 7, verses 26 through 27, but he shall be judged by those very same authoritative words, John chapter 12, verses 48 through 50. God's word has supreme authority. Woe to him who strives with his Maker! Isaiah chapter 45, verse 9. The standard by which we judge all teachings must be this word of authority from God. First John chapter 4, verse 11. Deuteronomy chapter 13, verses 1 through 4. To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word surely, there is no light for them. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 20. If you fail to submit presuppositionally to God's self-attesting, authoritative word, then you shall be double-minded and unstable in all your ways, driven by the wind and tossed about. James chapter 1 verses 5 through 8 Instead of being driven by the wind of God's Spirit, you will be carried about by every wind of doctrine through the cunning of humanistic thought and the craftiness of error. Ephesians chapter 4 verses 13 through 14 Therefore, we must unyieldingly hold fast to the confession of our Christian hope, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Hear God's assertion: "I, Jehovah, speak righteousness; I declare things that are right," Isaiah chapter 45, verse 19. His word, from the very outset, must be accounted as authoritatively true. One must not waver in this regard. God's veracity is the ultimate standard for our thoughts. Let God be found true, but every man a liar. Romans chapter 3 verse 4 The word of the Lord is self-attestingly true and authoritative. It is the criterion we must use in judging all other words. Thus, God's word is unassailable. It must be the rock-bottom foundation of our thinking and living. Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 25 it is our presuppositional starting point. All our reasoning must be subordinated to God's word, for no man is in a position to reply against it, Romans chapter 9 verse 20, and any who contend with God will end up having to answer, Job chapter 40 verses 1 through 5. It must not be the changing opinions of men, but the self-attesting, authoritative, ultimately veracious word from God that has the preeminence in our thoughts. For canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Job chapter 40 verse 9.